and welcome to another episode of Buy Duncan. So, you know, guys, I am a big fan of no guests on podcasts. And I've talked about this. I don't know if I talked about it on the main episode or on the on the bonus episode. But let, let me just talk about it again. I am a big fan of no guests on podcasts because often when I come to the podcast that I want to listen to, I go... I want to listen to that person. I want to listen to their friends. I don't know these people. No new friends. And <laughs> this is my personality in general. Anytime, every, people are always like, I want you to meet so-and-so. I'll, you'll like them. How, why would you think I like them? I don't like anybody. What it is, it's not that I don't like people. Because I do, <laughs> I usually do like people uh, once I get to know them. Uh, what it is, I don't like change. I don't like surprises. Um, you know, I'm a control freak. It is what it is. So when I queue up my Tuesday podcast to listen to whoever it is I'm listening to, I don't want to hear no other voices. I don't know no people. It's like when you go, it's like you invited me over to your house for a dinner party. Then I get there and there's some strangers here. Now I got to figure out who they are and what they do and whether I like them and like, whether I like their voice and all that kind of stuff. And it's, and it's, you know, it's stressful. It's really stressful for me. So I'm usually a fan of no guest on the podcast. That said, <laughs> some of my favorite shit can't, I figured out because somebody was a guest on a podcast. Some of my favorite voices. So even though I start off with no new friends at the beginning of the, uh, <laughs> at the beginning of a podcast with a guest on it, if they're great by, you know, by about midway through, I'm like, Oh, I like this person. Do they have a podcast? Where are they on Twitter? <laughs> they have good opinions, <laughs> shit like that. And I always make it a point that if I did like a guest on a podcast to like comment on the Instagram post of announcing that episode or like find them on Twitter and tell them how much I enjoyed them because being a guest isn't easy. You got to have chemistry. Um, and if you have that chemistry and you're, you know, you're, you, you've got all the right opinions, as I often say, and, uh, I enjoy listening to you. I want to make sure you know that all this, what am I talking about? Nothing, nothing at all. Guess what? I got a guest this week. <laughs> Having a guest on the podcast is not easy, guys. I have to coordinate schedules. Um, I cannot record a podcast at one o'clock in the morning, um, by myself when I'm doing, you know like I can do now. Like I can just like, when it's by myself, I can like smoosh it in wherever I can start and stop. I can get going and then nap time ends early and I just pause it and come back to it later that night. But you can't do that with a guest. You gotta, you really gotta block out time. You gotta make sure everybody's quiet. You gotta make sure your, your husband isn't eating crab legs behind you, which he just was like about 10 seconds ago. Like it's a lot to control. And then that's just getting the guest on. Do you have chemistry with them? Do you like talking to them? Do they know what they're talking about? Are they going to say some shit to get you canceled? Because that's possible. It's quite possible. Like, you didn't even hear because you were laughing or some shit. It's Zoom, Zoom cut out. And here they are saying some real wild shit that you didn't even know. And now people in your mitch is going, why didn't you check her on that? And you're like, I didn't know she said that. I actually didn't know she said that. <laughs> we don't believe you. This is your podcast. Ah, Yeah. It's stressful. It's stressful. It's stressful. But... I make, you know, sometimes that stressful, that stress is worth it. 
And so is the case with Ms. Mona Jones, who was on the podcast this week. Um, I've had Mona on before. I really like Mona. I think Mona's funny. She's a comedian. She should be funny. Um, her last name is Jones now. You know, I, I go up for a Jones girl. Jones is a great name, okay? Uh, I sometimes wish my name still was Princess Jones. You know, Princess Jones was like, I don't know, it just went together. People used to say my name, my full name all the time when my name was Princess Jones. They'd just be like, hey, Princess Jones. Why? Because Princess and Jones kind of go together. Maybe they don't. I, maybe it's just because I'm used to hearing them all my fucking life, maybe. I don't know, but I miss being a Jones. And so me and Mona have that Jones connection. Also, she loves Mob Wives and she loves Big Ange. And yeah, it was time for a guest. So I'm happy to have Mona on. She's from How About No, which uh, comes out on Fridays. And she'll talk a little bit about that. And, you know, we get into it. We have a really good time. And I hope you love Mona as much as I do. All right, get into it. Hey, Mona. Hey, princess. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, I want to ask you a question. Um, do you think The Rock is good in bed? Dwayne The Rock <laughs> Johnson is good in bed. Do you think he is? Sonia from Sonia Marie says on Twitter did a poll like, mm-hmm. is he good? Is he bad? Or do you, is it like depends? And you have to explain. Oh, okay. Let's see. I feel like his personality would say that he is, would be, he'd have some moves. He'd have like two moves, yeah. like a, a the hip swing mm-hmm. and like maybe a topsy-turvy thing. Like, like a show-off. Like I totally like show-off. Yeah. Like playing. Yeah. I, see, the thing about The Rock to me is that The Rock is absolutely charismatic, but he's a guy that plays to his crowd, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I feel like if you if it's a one night stand so uh-huh. i mean he's impressing you it's not right. like you've been fucking for 20 years right so no. it's a one it's a one night stand yeah. he's gonna try really hard okay uh-huh he will mm-hmm. but one of the problems you're gonna have is that he has ultraviolet teeth right okay. so it's gonna be like a cop's flashlight in your face the whole time <laughs> think about that okay oh no if he if you're smaller he you won't see him so maybe and he's on top of, okay yeah i I think that he would have some moves mm-hmm. and I'm just thinking of like, I just watched the latest fast and furious. Oh yeah. And yeah I'm yeah. just reminded of like how dumb I think Vin Diesel is. I just think he's so dumb. So compared to him, I will feel like the rock is more of a showstopper. Vin Diesel mm-hmm. is just like a, a, a monotone duh, like that. Like that's how yeah. he sounds in bed. Um, yeah. Me- I think he's, yeah. Like one night stand, he's going to, he's going to pull out all the stops. He's going to ham it up. He's going to play yeah. to the crowd. He's going to work really hard because the thing about him is that like, everyone says he's a nice guy. Like besides okay. Tyrese, nobody has anything bad to say about him. Yeah. Right. And so right. like, I bet you that he tries really hard on that. But if you're like his woman, first mm-hmm. of all, he's got 20 jobs. You never see him. Right. And he's always like, I have to get up at like three o'clock in the morning, eat 18 raw eggs. Oh God. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I have to work out for 17 hours straight. 17 hours. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have to go smile this big ass fucking smile at people. So I guess I'll see you next week. And so like, I'm just okay. saying like in his life, I don't think he's like super attentive. And also I think men, or I think anybody who like, like the rock looks like the rock because he's been doing this shit for 30 years. Right. Right. Think yeah. about what it's like to eat with that guy. Okay. Oh, terrible. Terrible. Yeah. And people who don't eat and enjoy food generally aren't 
good in bed, right? No, I don't. I, I totally agree. Like you cannot bang someone who has to eat like who will tell me about macronutrients of yes. things that's like and the thing is the rock doesn't have like a very like sexual aura to me you know what i mean like he doesn't have he doesn't have a horny personality there you go like i can look at people and like that that person looks like he has a horny personality or she looks like she's i don't know you know what i mean like he's very kendall right anything. yeah and that's and kendall had the smallest penis so i the oh, the dolls i had he still had a bulge the 90s dolls I had so oh and I would rub those together uh and then my mom took it away because she was mortified but then so I only had like very dramatic lesbian Barbie doll relationships that's the only people I had but yeah I think the the rock would be fine not in a relationship one night stand sure it's a good story you'll have yeah and like one time though okay one time don't keep going back don't keep going I was thinking, I was like, you know who was probably really good in bed? Jack Black, who I'm not like super attracted to, but he seems like a person who enjoys himself and can Mm -hmm. be very sexual with you. Mm -hmm. And he's a good fuck. That's very different than looking good in bed. A fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most of the time, like you don't want to look at yourself in the mirror. It's even in the best times that you're having. It's not, you're supposed to be animalistic and all that kind of stuff. And I don't want to see, I do feel like Jack Black, one, he's a, okay. Male comedians are very tricky to decipher because they can also just be big personalities and nothing else. I right. have a sense that Jack Black would be a giver. And okay. I, in a way that, uh, like, I don't think The Rock would be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, why? Yeah. And I don't think Jack Black would like be hampered by his celebrity or something like that. I just think he would be, yeah. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. would give it, but yeah. he is not attracted to me. I'm not attracted to him at all. I, um, I understand. Like there is a difference between looking good in bed and being good in bed. And it's right. why we don't have sex with mannequins. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This has nothing it. to do with mob wives. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I really, I was like, we don't oh. have sex with mannequins. You're right. It's just. <laughs> there's nothing there it is fine and then they have nothing else to talk about like i'd rather have a conversation with jack black than i would with with how much the rock can bench you know it's like it's that's so boring i know it's just too much and i just can't like i'm gonna eat right i'm gonna eat just like let recently on twitter that girl that got absolutely ratioed over that fucking bread shit where she was like, uh, it's tacky to eat bread when it first comes to the table. You have to wait five oh, minutes. Oh, the breadsticks <laughs> or whatever. It's like, don't eat it. When it what do you, it's hot for a very little bit amount of time. Yeah. So whatever. Don't tell me when to eat the bread. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't be, I just can't eat with just anybody. I can't eat with these bitches. They got these rules about bread and shit. Oh, like God. if I go to dinner with you, we should be fighting over bread because <laughs> otherwise, why are we here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm sorry. I know I started this off weird. It's not about mob wives, but I definitely want to talk to you about this because I feel like you are a good person to ask if a celebrity's good in bed. I just oh yeah, no, I have I can definitely sense if someone's bangable, banging yeah, yeah their banging abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so <laughs> I brought you here today because I wanted to talk about mob wives with you. Hell yeah! I think that you are a fan of the show, mm-hmm. like. Mobwise was such a great show, but it's it's interesting. It's kind of a niche show, right? It is. It it and I just remember like the fact that you've gone like these deep dives 
has really resurfaced a lot of things. I was like, oh, I have forgotten how much I loved this time because it was, you know, it was kind of coming off like VH1's programming where they had a lot more like competition shows. Mm. They had a lot more like, you know, there was Charm School. I mean, not even like I Love New York and all her like spinoffs, but it was kind of like this is when I really got into like Basketball Wives. I really got yeah. into like, I Love Hip Hop. Uh, love and hip hop new york you know that mm. starting and everything like that that was it it was it was a special time i think and so like watching this was was it hit me in my heart in my heartstrings <laughs> and i also thought it was like such an interesting concept i mean obviously the terms of wives like mm-hmm. it, that's everywhere once you know the real housewives franchise started but mob wives was like wait a second i nobody's making a show like this Mm-hmm. No, they weren't. And I like, and of like the mob style stuff, there was like Victoria Gotti, but I don't think yeah. that she was on VH1. I think she was like on A E. Yeah, A E, right? So there was that there a little bit. But I've always found them like super fascinating because I have like the East Coast like lifestyle, this kind of like not even subculture, but you know, this like quirky part of the world is so fascinating to me. I have no connections to it you know I grew up on a small island pacific so it's like everything I've seen was through tv and through all this kind of stuff so seeing this like even more so and like I had a Sopranos obsession uh so all the things that you know were culturally given to me I wasn't even into like um Jersey Shore yeah I wasn't even into it that much but so seeing this because also they're talking about women there's I was you know a new mom at the time so it's just like uh you know don't talk about my family. Children are off limits. All this kind of stuff. <laughs> Even before, you know, like Real Housewives of New Jersey or New York came out, I feel like these were, they were really saying like, who's family? This is where, this is what family's about. So, yeah. and I just loved, like, I loved everything. I loved the big purses. I kept thinking like, oh, I miss, I miss a big ass garbage bag purse. Oh, you I'm know still that- walking around big ass garbage bag purses. <laughs> I, I can't find shit, man. <laughs> I can't find shit in there. And I've purchased things that like they give, they, you know, these light up things, like you can buy a oh. ring that you can put in your purse. Target oh, had yeah. one where there was like a button at this time. I feel like I bought one, but it's all this, this stuff, like the, the hot prints, the big jewelry, the feather earrings, they were mm. doing it all. Yeah. Yeah. And it just like this show, like gives me a lot and one mm-hmm. of the things that really gives me is Big Ann. She was not oh. this episode. I was like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> I, Big Ann was a star the minute you heard her because you would like want to watch her again. Like, what was that? Who is this? <laughs> I know. Give me more. Yeah. The minute that she came on and was just like explaining her personality and all this, like her lifestyle and just like all the weird shit that came out of her mouth yeah. of those big lips. <laughs> I was just like, I've never seen anything like it. And there are like two types of people on the internet, people who like respect and love Big Ange and people who are just like, what the fuck is that? And I remember when she died, like I was really upset. I was like, she didn't, she didn't, why couldn't Renee die? Why yeah. Couldn't, <laughs> why couldn't Ramona die? What the fuck? Yeah. Man? This isn't- yeah. Have a lesser person on it. Like not someone so, so deeply ingrained into our hearts you know yeah. a cultural icon someone whose own spin-off show was even more crazy than the one she was on so yeah yeah um, yeah oh, so i have not been able to do a big Ange impression lately because 
I am terrible at it. I feel like she sounds like Batman, but like feminine. Oh, and so, <laughs> and, so, and so like, would you like to give it a shot to give us a big Ange impression? Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to do it all the time when this was on and like, I don't smoke or anything like that. So it doesn't have, I don't have that like guttural part that comes yeah. through, but cause she said that she would smoke like red cigarette, you know, like I'm assuming like marble reds. Oh my um, God. <laughs> Oh yeah, she's like hardcore. I'm sure she cut the tip off to like the filter. Oh, so she <laughs> but she like, had a she... cancer too, didn't she? What? Like she, oh. she was plus than the tanning and all this kind of stuff. She had oh. chemicals going through her body. Oh um, my god. Okay, let's see. So okay, where she was like, I really love a wise guy. <laughs> nope, nope. That's too sharp. She would like. So she laughs the way my Auntie Janice laughs, where it's just like no sound, where it's like, uh-huh. <laughs> it is how she laughs. So it's like, okay, so I think that brought me like three, two, one. No, no. <laughs> I'm trying to do the natural register and it's not of, of Ange, of big Ange. Rest in you're peace, so, rest in power. She's, you're so much like, you're so much more like ready to do this than I have ever been. <laughs> Because I love impressions of people. I like, I'll tell you, like, my suite of impressions are pretty much in the kind of the same range. Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, like, uh, I can do, <laughs> so that's like butthead. <laughs> and then <clears throat> <clears throat> that's Beavis. Um, no wonder your kids don't appreciate this because they don't they know don't, they have, butthead out there. They don't have any idea who that is. Even where I say, like, like, Hey, kitty, bad kitty. Like, <laughs> they don't know who's, what South Park is. And so it's all lost. Well, so like, Mona, that's your fault. You should have you right. shown them. Right. South Park, how many fucking seasons does South Park have? Like 100 plus seasons. <laughs> but I was, I was with South Park since the beginning. So uh, yeah, you should have like, sat them down at an age. You could trust them not to like repeat shit at school no, and not. just let them watch it. No, and then you could it. also be on the side being like, actually, don't say that. Don't do that. <laughs> That's not cool. That's racist. Don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> that one is right. Really, really wrong. Yeah. They would definitely quote it to my face. So that, sorry. I, I, I will try again with my big Ange thing, but it's, I really was. <clears throat> nope. That's still butthead. Um, the Beavis and butthead, but just like her voice where she's like, I just love a wise guy. I love my big personality. (laughs) They buy me furs. They buy me cars. (laughs) They buy me houses. I just love, and they look pretty good too. She, the thing about her voice is that she sounds like none of the other women. It's very obvious when she's talking. I also feel like her voice adds to her personality. Like, oh, if, yeah. if she didn't have that voice and she just sounded like, I don't know, Renee or something, mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd love her as much. No, it just, it had like, she is a, a level higher than everyone else, right? Her breasts are bigger, her tan mm-hmm. is deeper, mm-hmm. her hair is like more dyed than anyone else. I don't know what color of black that is, you know, but it's just <laughs> like she has to go such an extreme level and she's unforgettable. I mean, like even before when she was talking like to her son about like the car accident and everything like that, the way she was not freaking the fuck out about it, you know? Yeah. It, it's just so different. Yeah. She's like, who are you? Yeah. She's like, was he high? And then mm-hmm. they're like, I don't know. Oh, that's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hope to be so calm when my 22 year old gets in a fucking head on collision. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, just check and see if he was high real quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. But we got no big engine this episode. This episode, Mm-mm. I wrote down this episode was like 17 dinners. Like they just kept going to dinner. Oh my God. <laughs> I was counting the restaurants. I was like, there are two houses here. And yeah, and seven, like, okay, another shrimp cocktail, another <laughs> Pinot Grigio, another thing that we're here. Do they not have like a common living area where yeah. they can, they have to change? And I'm, and I kept thinking like the way that production works and stuff like that. They like whoever's serving these people are not getting paid enough. Mm, yeah. They have to empty out all the, that section. And then whoever's charged with that section is like, great, I'm not making any money tonight because these bitches don't tip. Um, if they're and, at a good restaurant, they treated it like a party and gave them like a portion of whatever they got to, mm-hmm. you know, to let them film there. They, they were something. Yeah. But yeah, there were so many conversations that had to happen in restaurants. And yeah. like conversations that like, I was like, this could have been an email. You know, this could have been a text yeah. message or something. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And also, I feel like this production company or, or maybe the the specific producers here were not experienced to know. And it was also 2012. So, you know, still, we're not experienced to know that, like, you have to take them to do stuff. Yeah. They have to. You, you have, have to come with an activity. activity. You have yeah. to do a walk in the park. Someone is doing a yoga thing. And then yeah. they're like, oh, Renee's like, I've never done this. Well, it's. I guess is I was trying to figure out um, the weather situation. Sometimes they were, it looked like really cold, but uh, mm, Rita was wearing shorts in one part of it. So I also really appreciated all the fashion. I oh, loved yeah. Karen in a velour Trek sweatsuit. <laughs> um, I still, and she, I, you know, just kind of lounging on her completely clear glass table. Mm. Uh, I was like, oh, of course you don't have children in there. No. Um, Karina doesn't yeah, live there. Karina lives in Arizona, <laughs> right? With her spa that she had, I was like, "What spa are you running?" I I thought about that too because at one point she's talking because at some point in this show, guys, she's gonna have a spa party because it reminds her of her old spa. And I'm like, "Did you just leave it in Arizona? What are you talking about? Yeah, were you a manager there? Did you own it? What are you saying here? What are you? Yeah, Karen, I forgot." I was never on Karen's side. Yeah. Even though I felt Drita was more in the wrong about things, I was I still not going to be on Karen's side. She just struck me as like, oh, I don't know how, how to explain. Like not where she's like, I have to leave my daughter in Arizona so I can better myself and look at my opportunities here. Whatever they say, like big opportunities. I was like, what does that even mean? Like, yeah. are you, she's like, I have to write my book because people understand that here. I'm like, okay, so you have to do interviews. Right. Like, what, ex- what exactly is your writing there's no like writer's retreat out on staten island that and she didn't write the book anyway we all know that yeah so i'm like what are we doing and like leaving your daughter to say like i want to be with you no you should go to arizona so i can improve myself for both of us well i yeah it it struck me as like super odd so yeah and i'm like wondering what her living situation is there because i always felt like the show rented her that apartment yeah um because remember, she was supposed to only be there for a certain. I just felt like the show was like, we can rent you an apartment and, you know. And yeah. I'm like, Karina can't stay there. <laughs> like, yeah, she can't she, start. She's like, like 10 a, years old. <laughs> she's yeah, like, she can't start a little bit on there. She has to completely go to Arizona, which I'm sure, you know, the stellar education system in Arizona will, you know, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know about I don't all know. that. 
but uh, I mean, I don't know about the education system in Staten Island either, but at least you're there with your mom. So, so your mom is, is there. So you're really doing that when she said, I don't know. And so she acted like Karina was like three kids and they were like under five. And I was just like, I don't know. I just feel like whatever Karina could do in Arizona, she could do here. She could go Mm -hmm. to school. Mm -hmm. It's not a big deal. Um, I don't, I, I didn't quite understand that. Uh, but, oh, let's go. Let's start from the back. So the first thing we see is Drita. Drita says she's got a divorce lawyer. It's not finalized yet. She's got the paperwork. I've never been to a divorce. You famously say, mm-hmm. get married in your 20s, get divorced in your 30s. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That one struck me as odd. The process, her process is weird because she signed the papers and was going off this whole thing to her friend mm-hmm. about how like this is like so emotional for her. This is really real when she signs it. So she signs it and then she sends it to Lee in prison so he's supposed to receive that and do what like when i saw the the very big letters on the envelope where Girl. she was like writing in 72 point font <laughs> and uh, she was Lee. writing it like you know how when you get a birthday card for someone you put their name in the middle yeah but she was she was writing his name and his p.o box and all that shit where are you gonna put the sender like that's not how you address an envelope what are you doing no. <laughs> so that one part like struck me i was like that is really weird that she's sending it like when those big sharpie marker style stuff <laughs> and also i don't know what the next step is for him to take it because he'll have to sign it and then send it back to whomever like be notarized i have no idea how they did it because i've known of people who've done who have done uh divorce by mail um you can do that in certain counties where we live uh i had to sign it at a lawyer's office and then it was the lawyer like couriered it to whomever uh so my ex could sign it so i wish my ex had been in jail so i could not see his ass <laughs> uh, he should be in jail you know for you just, just being a dumbass <laughs> for being a dumbass like honestly can you jail right, can jail you think about think about drita one of mm-hmm. the big problems i have with drita is that Lee has been to prison twice, okay? Mm -hmm. Lee went to prison right after she had Aaliyah, and then he got out in time for her to have, to get pregnant with Giselle. No, she she was pregnant with Aaliyah when he went. Mm -hmm. And he got out, got her pregnant with Giselle, and then went back. And I can't imagine, one, I want to know how she's getting money right now. Right. Two, I want to know why she stays with him. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like you have two small children. You've been pregnant twice while this dude's in prison. Mm-hmm. And now you find out he cheated on you a long ass time ago. And right. now you want to divorce him. Right. It, it seems very, I don't know. It, it just seems like the wrong straw to break the back. You know, you being in prison all this time, me like working at Macy's and trying mm-hmm. to like make this shit happen. I got two fo- small kids and you're, con- he also talks to her crazy. He's like, yeah. You remember that he she'd be wiping her counter and he'd be calling her and being like, I'm gonna hit you in the fucking head, bitch. Like, I don't know. He was really wild. Yeah, really wild. Like, no, you like you you know what? When I look at people who have prison pen pals and they're like their boyfriend, like they have time to like write love letters and like <laughs> make cranes out of like gummy wear, like wrappers and stuff yeah. like that. Where is the where is that energy going? He's not creating anything. I do follow like some TikTok people who are like, I made a prison boyfriend. And then they get like all these like like cursive font letters and all this stuff, and he's oh just God. coming out like 
and also don't do it like i wouldn't <laughs> i would not, either do not have a a prison boyfriend um I, even for fun even for funsies don't don't do that um but yeah like i don't get the attraction and I, maybe she just really liked the name and the lifestyle, which is what's brought up later. You know, like she yeah. married in and she didn't have that, you know, and uh, but uh, she's not she's Albanian. So, of course, she doesn't know what it's like, mm-hmm. you know, so they do a lot of like otherness for her. And so maybe that was like the, her sense of community. I don't know. I'm not psychoanalyzing Drita who wants to <laughs> kick everyone's ass. <laughs> I just I just find it so interesting. That all of a sudden she's like, I'm going to sign in. I'm going to send it off. And I also find it interesting that you can do divorce without notarizing signatures um yeah, yeah. i feel like since you like you doing it in, in a lawyer's office makes sense to me because then you have a witness that was mm-hmm. like yep i was here but mm-hmm. if that's the case then you can just like sign your husband's name on your divorce and just be like we're divorced now yeah and that part was tripped me up because i was like that that process seems like it's missing a few steps to actually be like legal because then mm-hmm. i feel like you could say well it's not real or or i just needed i don't know there's so many there god getting divorced is so much goddamn paperwork yeah it's so much like when did you split up and then it's like having to deal with someone who you are not a good like we did not have a uh uh chris martin gwyneth paltrow conscious uncoupling we are very much conscious of <laughs> breaking the fuck up so i was like this just seems so weird and also the ties that these women have towards their exes is so foreign to me yeah. I just feel like when you break up, I'm like, I'm fucking done with you. Like you yeah. dead or grave or jail. Like honestly, I don't I don't need it anymore. But this whole like they like this weepy part that Drita was having about like her whole emotion, which I get, yeah, you're separating, but it it just felt so misplaced mm-hmm. in the timeline of, of shit that has happened. You here's, know, here's here's what's surprising to me. Like she says she hasn't talked to Lee since she brought up the cheating, and he won't even acknowledge. Mm-hmm. that he cheated he won't even say sorry he mm-hmm. he's just like what are you talking about that for shut up like that's yeah and so she put those divorce papers in the envelope and didn't also put a little note <laughs> he opens is the envelope and it's just like divorce papers. yeah <laughs> not even like here please i don't know directions <laughs> yeah like will he know what to here. do <laughs> there wasn't any like post-it thing like please sign yeah sign here and here and here all this kind of stuff there wasn't any it's just you're just you just printed it out (laughs) signed it and sent it over like or you can't do that in some places like i had a really dramatic fight with my husband once and i like got the paperwork for a divorce (laughs) like from Mm -hmm. we're in chicago from the illinois website (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. and i was like all we have to do is sign this paperwork right now he's like Chris is the 1130. <laughs> Please stop printing out forms. <laughs> Go yeah. Oh my God. I think it was that. over like food too. I don't think it was like, <laughs> I, think, I think he like this ate my it. food or something. I don't That's know. That's <laughs> grounds for a divorce. I don't share food. I, I mean, agree. Especially if you're excited about it. And then someone comes in and say, I've, I know your husband's history and love of big ass burritos. So yeah. if you... <laughs> If you had shared that and he ate that with the passion he has for that, yeah, that would be inconsiderate. Yeah. Honestly, rude, disrespectful. Yeah. And he was just like, Princess, I put your forms away. We're not going to get divorced. 
over a meal and it's like 11 30 and I come get in the fucking bed and I was like well I'll have them here just in case so like I think that you can do I think that's what she's mentioned a lawyer but I I feel like this is very homemade what she's doing there so. it is very homemade it is I don't know yeah she could have taken it up a notch she yeah. should have met the divorce attorney or something someone big like a like a Gloria Allred or whoever was on there, just go to the top. You know, I've been thinking about Gloria Allred for so fucking long because I was thinking like, Gloria, why are you not helping Britney? You say you're here for Absolutely. women. Like, why is Gloria not saying, I mean, not that, listen, Gloria Allred isn't perfect and her daughter definitely isn't perfect. Uh-huh. Look it up, guys. But, uh-huh. but I, I uh-huh. just feel like, wouldn't Gloria Allred be the person that to stand and be like, I'll be Britney's lawyer if she wants me to be. And then like, just, just handy dandy, fix this shit right up. Absolutely. It will cost, you have so much money. You'll get so much publicity. If you said, I'm going to do this pro bono. I'm going to get, I'm going to free Britney. You're yeah. going to get, you're going to gain so many fans. Um, And then your daughter, Lisa Bloom, will yes. uh figure out something else she can be famous for. So yeah, do something like that. Yeah. Someone online was saying like, Britney should get Kim Kardashian. I was like, girl, Britney cannot no. wait for Kim to pass that test. She can't, she can't, she doesn't no. have that type of time on her hands. Shit. No, I wouldn't, <laughs> I would not trust Kim Kardashian with like my financial status. My, no, no, thank you. No, she's uh, going to no. show up in a dress with like a, a baseball cap on and it's just, it's just not going to be good. No, and she's going to come from with her tutor from Kumon Learning or whatever <laughs> and saying like, you got this, Brit, you got this, Kim. You got this. You're doing so great, sweetie. That, you got this test. So you do watch that show. I yeah. watched, I, I like lately, the, before it ended, I was like, I'll just watch a show. It's one of those things that like, if I have like 10 minutes to myself and I'm like, I don't want to get into anything. Let no. me watch something. I'll like throw on an episode and I'm always like catching up with it. I mean, it's the name of the, keep it up the card. Yeah. But I remember seeing, I was like, who the fuck is that? Who, who the? Her tutor is. And then she's like, I have COVID. And her tutor's like, okay. <laughs> like, like, I don't pay to get paid enough for this. So what job. are you saying? Like, why are those kids in the background? Like, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I couldn't trust Kim Kardashian with as my oh. attorney. Unless, yeah, not even, that's like in the, like SNL's like frozen caveman lawyer. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I would rather have him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my frozen i'm the fr- i'm just a frozen caveman lawyer like your ways <laughs> frighten me so we agree Trina needs a lawyer somebody yeah Brittany and a, a therapist like got. honest yeah and, and a go. therapist and mm-hmm. she i don't know if you've been watching if you've watched other uh, se- uh episodes in the season she's talking about selling that big ass house and mm-hmm. i'm like i don't know how you like you easily paying three thousand dollars a month just right. to cover the mortgage and insurance on that fucking house yeah and, uh, I don't even want to know what the fucking utilities look like. That's a big ass house. That's a big ass house. Girls. Right. That's a big ass house with some more furniture, furniture sets. She's probably paying off on. I know. So yeah. Factory. Uh, Yes, it is. Like you walked into a cheesecake factory. There's four different types of, oh yeah. I was looking at the different decor. Mm -hmm. um, When I was really, I was like, yeah, fake grapes on the table. Uh, (laughs) The theme is she has like fruit was her theme. So everything has some kind of coordination there. Um, but yeah, it must be really fucking expensive also to have like that much, all the stuff that she's doing in there. Yeah. And so later guys, Drita, uh, like 
is like throwing out Lee's stuff or like going through Lee's stuff. She's packing up stuff. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. She comes to the door. She's in a wife beater and like little plaid shorts. Mm-hmm. And like in 2021, this would never fucking happen. She would have a full fucking beat. She would have extensions in her hair. She'd be wearing mm-hmm. a fucking ball gown. Nobody would let her film in 2021 without being dressed to the fucking nines. Okay. Right. Yeah. And they decide to go in that room that Lee, she's not allowed in. And right. when they open the door, it's so anticlimactic. It's just a fucking cheesecake factory bed. And right. all his memorabilia. And when I saw it, I was like, dude, Trudy, you should sell that. What are you doing? Yeah, you should sell the uh Derek Rodriguez. I was like, that's not even a you mean I was like, that's not even the player that you're talking about. I don't you know. girl, I didn't know. Anyways, yeah, I was <laughs> I was caught up with well, one, if it means something and it's so like valuable, sell it. Honestly, yeah. there's some other idiot who's gonna buy a, a baseball that whatever. Mm-hmm. Um you'll you'll get some money for it so i'm like and and the empty picture frames i know that you know and she was going on she's like you know if he was here i would have smashed this i would have thrown this you know um but here i bought him this i you know so she puts on his coat and she has like a little letter in there but it's a letter from him to her and it's very much please baby baby, please baby baby, please but like why does he have the the letter why didn't he send it to her right why isn't this in her coat you know yeah um right it's it was very much like oh what's in there oh it could be a woman's number oh there's paper what is it and it's just like his handwriting saying yeah i just felt i fully I thought to, it was gonna yeah. be a letter to another woman i fully yeah. thought that <laughs> yeah he's like this is what he wrote to me from jail oh uh, yeah she starts crying mm-hmm. poor girl yeah, the bar is so low. Um, this is where I come in. Like if I were, you know, a sister or any part of her family that had some close connection to her, I would say like, honestly, like dick is abundant and of low value. Like, oh honestly, move the fuck on. I say that to all my nieces when I hear <laughs> yeah. about like their stupid teenage boyfriend stuff. I, I have to cut that and plant that seed early on that dick is not valuable. No, it's not. Not in any way, shape or form. I Absolutely was- not. I was having a conversation with a friend about, I don't, we were watching something and it was like a sex scene where like a bunch of people were like sucking like one dick. And I just thought to myself, I was like, there's a lot of dick in the world. You can go just, just get your own. Like you can play, like, we don't need mm-hmm. to share. <laughs> don't need, this is no, this isn't uh, tapas. This isn't yeah. tapas. <laughs> like this isn't, we don't eat dick family style here. Okay. Is that we, the, pops, the last popsicle in the freezer? We could get more. <laughs> you get more. You Everywhere. don't have to do this. Dream is very beautiful too. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, I was struck by like when she actually got her makeup on and everything. And her face is, is, and when she's like dolled up, she's very pretty. She could definitely, I mean, she's got those breasts are like three sides the time the size of her head, like three times mm-hmm. the size of her head. Like she can she can meet somebody. It's not a big deal. Yeah, she can meet someone. She can meet another person in their network or whatever, their community, if that's what she wants. Yeah. But she doesn't have to be stuck with some guy that tells her to, to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And we're Don't saying all this, to- but they're yeah. still together. So what's fuck? Yeah, that is, that's true. <laughs> that's the way they communicate, but I don't know. Like you don't have to do it. Though I feel like she gets activated by that stuff. Like yes. uh, that's her stimulant. Even yes. if it's like a bad thing, like that's what she's addicted to is like the the fight. So it's like yeah. uh, uh, who's she going to be with? Like a peaceful CPA who just like collects baseball cards and doesn't 
talk to her in a shitty way or whatever. She's not going to do that. So I love a quiet CPA. Do my taxes, baby. You know, they know things. They have to be trained on that. They have to learn things every year. Yeah. You know, they're good at math. I, Let's just let them do. Let, let them be. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So that's Drita's, the, the Drita's still on her divorce tour. So now we get a scene with Karen and Ramona. And I will say, I thought Karen looked good. She has this yeah. top. She, she has this flowery, like jungle top. And mm-hmm. she's got a red blazer on. She's like, she's going to mm-hmm. sell me a house. She, I was like, she girl, is. you came here to do business, didn't you? <laughs> she did. She does. Yeah. It's just, it's such a, such a perfect, like, sold to women. Uh, mm-hmm. outfit they're like you can here's your office attire just put a fun t- blazer on it yes All colors <laughs> no, those go. it doesn't it's what stacy london said on uh what not to wear it's like it doesn't have to match it just has to go and whatever they, people took from that phrase they just they just went with it i love that show i one of the th- first of all i thought they gave good advice to be honest mm-hmm. but what i actually loved about the show is how especially towards the latter years people would be so annoyed with them and they just be like, I'm going to throw all your wardrobe in this trash can. And mm-hmm. they, and someone would be like, I don't want like this top. Okay. Do you want to be ugly? You want to look bad, right? <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and they, people would be like crying. And like, I just remember this one episode where Clinton was just like, he had his hand on his head. Like, listen, <laughs> you need to put these clothes on. I, I, I have a heart out at five. Okay. Put these fucking clothes on. Stop fucking with me. <laughs> We're giving you a card with five thousand yeah. dollars. Don't worry about it. You'll be able to you go to whatever the loft after this or wherever Chico's. No uh, rainbow. Uh, rainbow. Want to go to rainbow? Yeah. <laughs> no, that gave that show gave a lot of like, actually good advice. So the line that I love from it is when Stacey London says she's like, "If those were the last shoes on earth, I would cut off my feet." And <laughs> I think of that. When I was like, even in the date, when I was dating, I would look at these like profiles. I was like, if that was the last man on earth, I would cut off my feet. Like I would not <laughs> peg leg my way to a date with this loser. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. And so like, I mean, those are strong opinions <laughs> right there. Did you rather yeah, have should... like no feet? <laughs> yeah. Would you rather have no feet? <laughs> then be with this person? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's how you counsel these women, these young girls, you go, listen. Would you rather have no feet? <laughs> Would you rather have no feet? You want to, yeah, you want to Mr. Crab, <laughs> Mr. Crab, your way to the world. So like Karen looks good. She talks to Ramona. Yeah. She's telling Ramona what happened with Carla and basically that, you know, everything Carla said, and I'm supposed to believe they haven't, this is, this is a con- conceit they keep doing throughout this show. I'm supposed to believe Karen has not spoken to Ramona till this lunch mm-hmm. after she and Carla went to meet. I don't believe that because I Absolutely. know what I'm like. I'm in the car. I'm already, I got you on the fucking Bluetooth. I'm already telling you every fucking thing that uh-huh. happened as I leave. Mm-hmm. So- I haven't, I've started dialing during my fight <laughs> so I can give a re an first recap, a teaser of uh, what's going to go down in the conversation later. Yeah, absolutely. I would, this is not the first, yeah. And they waited for a restaurant yeah. they waited to like find a, a pl- uh, whatever place where they can sip whatever they're sipping. Yeah. No way. This makes me believe they're not friends. Like you're trying to tell, you're trying to convince me they're not friends. And I know they're friends because uh, fucking Karen is still on Ramona's um, Instagram stories mm-hmm. to this day, going to Costco mm-hmm. in a mask. 
they are fr- they are yeah. go to Costco friends. They are fucking friends. That's that's fucking good. You have to coordinate so much if you have yeah. to. Yeah, if you're gonna shop with your friend, like shop for your house. Yeah, with someone else who doesn't live in your house. I think uh, Karen was trying to buy like a paper shredder or something, and Ramona was like, "Don't yeah. get that one. Get this one. These, these are friends." <laughs> yeah, that's some real deal friends. Yeah, so this is like a fake as fuck. But she tells her everything that happened. She tells, and just basically, like Carlos talking reckless about Karen getting beat up. The mm-hmm. more Karen gets upset about people talking about her getting beat up, the more I think she got beat up because yeah. she's just yeah so upset. And so after all of this, after all this shit talking she's doing about Carla, like Carla said this and Carla said that and Carla definitely said this about you, blah, blah, blah. Then she goes, but you guys should make peace. We made peace and you guys should. <laughs> she's. <laughs> Why'd you tell me She said that? so much about you that you were bleeding everywhere, but honestly, you should find forgiveness in your yeah, heart. Yeah. She said like, that you're no. like a dumb bitch, but you know what? I think you can move past that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't do that. Well, I don't, I want to know when Arch Enemy became such like a bad thing to say about somebody. Yeah, that, well, that's a high educated word. So we got to think about uh, all that stuff where where she's like, she's saying that I'm her arch enemy. And honestly, I feel like that's what I would have said, like in high school to stir some shit. She's like, she said that I am her enemy. (laughs) She said she doesn't like me. Yeah, it's so contrived. It's not. I, I feel like the first time someone's like, listen, princess, I was over there. That bitch said that you're her arch enemy. I feel like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Who says arch enemy? Like, no one uses it. Yeah, is it, it just Batman? seems like. Some- like, who yeah. is it? <laughs> What's going on over there? Oh my God, it's a two, it's two-faced. It's someone who has <laughs> some hardcore shit against me or something. Arch enemy sounds so like, like, you know, when you're reading what I, I remember I used to read like babysitters club and they would mm. they couldn't swear so they had to find another word yeah. to replace the word of that kind of stuff it feels like it's replacing that word where they in babysitters club there was a rival babysitter club that was trying to steal their business and then Christy goes to them and says you are all pig business women <laughs> and we're supposed to take that as like and I remember reading that as like ooh like <laughs> they were cutting it close i do not i read those series too very closely i do not remember christy calling them pig business women but you are pig business women (laughs) but you beast (laughs) beast (laughs) yeah i think i i feel like this is this word seems very contrived i i feel like we're not hearing everything like you know how judge judy like whenever someone tells her a story she's, Uh she's like Wait, that doesn't make sense. So it's probably not the truth. This is how I feel too. This mm-hmm. this doesn't make it doesn't pass the sniff test. You know, it's like what? Right, madam. Don't yeah. pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. <laughs> you don't pay me here. They don't pay me to be beautiful. So. I, I checked that book out of my high school life. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I remember her tour. <laughs> oh, I I remember her talk show tour where she was talking about like uh like her philosophy on family court system and all that stuff. I was a big jj fan she's a like, trumper she, I, she of course she is she's a 134 million dollars that she has to protect i know not gonna I, go the up and up ways but like it still like hit me i was like oh my god just shooting what are you doing god, you're the one who taught me so much you don't tell people who they are you say you are a marginal human being <sighs> you are a, gosh like, oh, all right so after they do this and 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 karen hypes 
fucking Ramona up, tells her every bad thing Carla ever said about her, and then goes, but you should be friends. Then <laughs> Carla and Drina meet up, and they talk about what she's been up to. And it seems like at first, Carla's not... I believe Carla didn't tell Drina before this meeting, because she mm-hmm. seems like nervous to tell her. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and so they, they talk about, you know, basically everything Karen said, and then Drita brings up, well, Drita brings up that Karen had said she, uh, she wanted to come over her house and fuck her up. And mm-hmm. then she's like, that would be a good idea because whatever I do is in self-defense. And mm-hmm. one, she's kind of right. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. As long as like, as long as there's not like very obvious uh, a very obvious thing you could have done not to get into this altercation. If she comes over to your house and you guys end up in a fight, it, you could claim all kinds of shit. Mm. Uh, but two, I, I don't think, now this is just me projecting maybe, but I don't think Carla's as good a friend to Drita as Drita is to Carla. Right. I feel like you're, the energy definitely is there. I think that Carla definitely is guarded about something in ways that Drita is is not and Drita feels like more of a loyalty like she expects that where Carla I don't think is that strong about like when when she's talking about things I didn't I didn't give that sense that she's like a ride or die oh no she's not about this life yeah no but Drita definitely is and even though like she's again like this outsider you know because she wasn't born Italian that um she it when she connects with someone she does it like to the end and then once you like betray her then it's it cuts so much more deeply yeah um but yeah it definitely comes comes through there yeah then we see karen sending karina back to arizona and she's like crying Uh in the thing Mm -hmm. in the uh confessional and like i do feel for her like i don't like i there are times i'm like i never want to see these fucking kids again and then (laughs) like they'll be like oh they're supposed to go overnight camp i'm like no (laughs) they can't leave yeah, I get that, but I also at the same time, like we just talked about, I was like, Karen, does she have to go? Are you like, yeah? Is, is this the only? These are your options. It's like you couldn't have her along there to because what? So that part is is really I couldn't connect those dots there. Yeah. Um, I mean that just could be her storyline because that's what she says later, right? Like, look at me, I don't have time for this because I, you know, I have you know a child to worry about. And yeah, the child maybe. who looks very capable and, you know, looks like she's just a delight. Yeah. I don't, you know, yeah. a 10 year old girl is like a fucking four year old boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she, I mean, excuse me, a four year old girl is like a 10 year old boy. So like uh-huh. her being 10 years old, she, she's like a 22 year old boy. She's fine. She's, yeah, she's, she's fine. Like, she's fine. I don't know, but okay, she's got to go. So then we get another dinner and it's Carla mm-hmm. and Ramona. And mm-hmm. she's rehashing that meeting again. And then we get another dinner and it's uh-huh. Renee, right. Carla, I mean, no, Renee, right. Karen, and Ramona. Karen and Ramona, uh-huh. Yeah, and, yeah. Renee wants to get in. She's like, I don't like what happens, even though I wasn't there and even don't have shit to do enough with me. Uh-huh, no, <laughs> when she, w- when Carla was was talking about it, so before the Ramona, Karen one, when Carla yeah. was talking about it and then, then Renee had this like such joyous face where she's eating her salad, eating a salad, saying like, I want to get involved. Like, yes. I, I love the drama. And I'm like, you're the wrong person to be part of this thing. But OK, you can be the, the go between. 
Yeah, like um, this has absolutely nothing to do with you. You know who Renee looks like to me when she's smiling really big? Veruca mm-hmm. Salt in the craft. Uh okay. When she's like being evil, you yeah, know? Okay. Like okay. she the, she has that coloring, she has that mm-hmm. big smile. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. I get really worried when she smiles because I'm like, what's gonna happen next? Yeah, yeah. What it, it comes a little crazy. It it does come like I'm not I wasn't prepared for that, so I don't know what the fuck's going to go on. But she yeah. does look like she's like been a a big girl her whole life. You know what I mean? Like her fe- her features are not as soft. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that has also matched her personality. Yeah, where I, she just had to be tough her whole life. You know, because of her family or whatever. But she also comes across as not a like a very hard person. Yeah. And yeah. like, I've seen older pictures of her and you're right. She, it's not, when you say big girl, it's not like she's like been overweight. What you mean? No. She's had a big personality, a tough girl, a tough, tough like, girl. Mm-hmm. like all her not life. Meek. Yeah. Not meek. Like when you, and you notice that like when kids are growing up, like some of them are like a little bit more, like their features are more slender or however they seem more yeah. meek. I yeah. have never, I would tell that I could tell that she was very loud from the get go. <laughs> And especially now where she's like, this is my family. Yeah. This is like, what did you, where the fuck did you say about me and my, you know, my ex-husband boyfriend? Yeah. My, my ex-husband boyfriend. My ex-husband, <laughs> now boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, what? That's not, that's not a lateral move. Like that's a, that's a weird way to. It's a step to, down. Yeah. Let's just be honest. It's a step down. Mm-hmm. So when Renee finally, so after she's got an ear from yeah. Carla and she decides she's going to get in it. She gets, she meets Karen and Ramona and they talk mm-hmm. about it. And basically like Renee's like, I hear you got it in Carla's face. I wouldn't like that. If someone got in my face, I would get in their face too. And I'm like, okay, but you weren't there and nobody got in your face. So who cares? Like, yeah. Uh-huh. but what's going on is Karen and Ramona feel like, um, they keep saying Johnny Cochran, which is like a very dated <laughs> reference, God. even yeah. for 2012, but they yeah. keep saying, yeah, like in 2012, it was a long time ago. A but, long time ago. Yeah, and so but they keep saying she's being like that. Carla's being Drita's Johnny Cochran, and then Karen's being—I mean, Renee's being Carla's Johnny uh-huh. Cochran, and they don't like it. And you know, it, they just everyone's really upset. <clears throat> Ramona starts saying that Drita's a clown. And then Drita's uh-huh. like cancer. And then she says Drita's a nobody crumb snatcher. Yeah. And then she does this impression of Drita where she's like, I'm Drita Devanzo. That's right. I'm Italian. Now I got Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. There was a lot. There's a lot of like, it was like that, that gum commercial where they're like, who are you calling a lit liquor? <laughs> you? <laughs> who are you calling a cootie queen? You lit liquor. <laughs> It was like all of that stuff. Like she's a crumb snatcher. She's a she's a flip flopping floozy. She's a <laughs> DJ flip flopper. She's a whatever. All the words that they have for each other. I just I loved it. I'm like, where oh, where so the hell? What the source are you using? <laughs> yeah, at your home for wayward women. <laughs> she's a floozy. She's a... Just... So that's what happens is that they start like this argument and, and like Ramona's ready to go Ramona's ready to go and fight this floozy this flip-flopping floozy and mm-hmm. so so that's yeah. how that ends and so the next time we see them Karen's talking about that spa party Karen says she loves giving facials I can't imagine Karen giving me a facial 
No, Karen is like, I went to beauty school for, I went to, I, I would try to be, I tried to be an esthetician in beauty school so hard. I couldn't put in the hours, that type of thing, but I do know how to, yeah, she, she doesn't come across to me as like an expert in skincare yeah. or the beauty industry. Um, I looked up her spa because I was like, she had a spa and it was just called like, it was called into the skinny or something like that, into where they the did a lot skinny. of like wraps in your body that were supposed to burn 1200 calories um and karen doesn't and this sounds like such a bitch thing to say but karen doesn't come across as a skinny person either like what i want if i I looked at the owner of that spa would i want to is this where i'm going for my you're not gonna go to a dermatologist with bad skin right Right. because you're gonna be like yeah you don't know how to get good skin i see it right there yeah i get it like if she likes just like to dabble in it but to say like she's an expert in it because she had a business um is i'm like okay i really think she works there i cannot believe she owned it but okay if she owned it she owned it that is according to one google result i found <laughs> so i don't know how on one pr web wire website <laughs> okay well that's the verbatim truth okay <laughs> yeah. yeah there you go that's all i need I don't look, I don't really deep dive and I find what I need. As same thing with Amazon reviews. I like look only enough to say like, okay, this is a good purchase. And then, and then that's it. When I go on reviews, I always just go to the worst reviews. And I'm like, if that happens, I can handle it. Okay. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's what yeah. I do. I never even look at good reviews. Cause I'm always like, but someone stole someone, your mm-hmm. friend put that in there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So She's gonna have. She wants to do the spa party. She's gonna have a little food, some facials, but her apartment's too small because she wants to invite a bunch of people. So she's gonna mm-hmm. use Renee's place. And okay. Yeah, she's. I don't know. Like, Renee's not the place I would choose. First of all, but okay, yeah. fine. And so Karen's gonna call Carla because she does feel a little bad. She felt she was a little aggressive with her the last time. Uh-huh. And Ramona's like, I'm cool with that as long as. Drita, the puppet master, isn't there. Right. So they decide they're going to do that. Uh-huh. Karen, later on, Karen calls Carla to invite her to the party and apologizes for being so turned at that fucking dinner. And she says that Carla isn't Drita and she's going to deal with them separately. You're right. All right? Okay. Now, we'll deal with that later because now we got to talk about Carla telling... But first, we're going to talk about... Well, no, no, no. We already talked about uh, Carla helping Drita with her house. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now Karen's at Renee's house and Karen is saying all of this stuff is important. It's just not important in the grand scheme of things. Renee's tearing up. Karen's tearing up because she misses mm-hmm. Karina. Mm-hmm. And she says these fights are minor and petty. And Renee says, don't you think you can repair your relationship with Drita by just saying that? And then Karen goes, I don't want to repair my relationship with Drita. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Like, I'm not, like, like people keep talking about getting these two together, and Karen's like, I don't want to have a relationship. I don't want it. I don't need it. I know where this goes. This is the cycle of it. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to push, push me to do this. Yeah. And Renee's like, well, as long as you're, everyone's calming my house. And I'm like, Renee, you're not calming your house. What the fuck are you talking Renee- about? you're the worst in your house and so you're gonna bring you're gonna let other people's energy go into your like bad energy place yeah you know she's gonna be screaming or something well i don't know i I forgot the reason yeah so then renee and aj last time i saw we talked about aj aj was busted indoors 
mm-hmm. cussing at people. Remember they mm-hmm. said, I don't know if you watched the other one, but he said that he was in an emotional twist. His, that's yeah. what they said they were like he's in an emotional twist for some girl and that's why he came in here and busted up your fucking house so, yeah yeah i that's, personally think he was drunk <laughs> right right yeah right yeah but i've seen know. a lot of judge judy episodes where people try to explain their bad behavior and they'll say like well my grandma died and i was like well your grandma dies so it doesn't mean like you wreck a car so yeah 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 and i I, the emotional twist was the first for me. I never heard about, like, I'm assuming a 17-year-old guy got his first steady girlfriend. I'm right. assuming they are having sex a lot. Uh-huh. And I never heard of, like, getting your dick sucked would, like, make you go in there and bust up your mama's <laughs> <laughs> What kind of, yeah, <laughs> blowjob energy is happening in these teenage lives? yeah. I would think you'd be like calmer. I don't know. I feel yeah. Like- <laughs> isn't it? You're supposed to like release that. Yeah. Or as uh, <laughs> uh, Joe. Joe- <laughs> yes. Were you gonna say poison. Joe Gorga releasing yes. the poison? Yeah. Like, I gotta unleash the poison. I feel oh like my God. he would act yeah. like the way his, if his poison was built up. Not if it was out. What does he say? Yeah. Where is the source of this, sir? It's no. <laughs> But it's fine. It seems fine now. They're hugging and kissing. She's calling him mushy. Mm-hmm. He said, she said, give me a hug and a kiss. And he did. And then she goes, oh, you're mushy today. And he's like, no, you asked for a hug and a kiss and I gave it to you. He's such a teenage boy. He's over her. But the reason they're doing this is because Renee's dad just got out of prison after like right. 10, 11 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And going over like what happened. So this was 2012 and they're me filming 2011, right? Like 10 years yeah. ago. And whatever he goes in and she's explaining like you know he just had a pager he did like cell phones were this big like there was okay. everything was black and white it was like what what she was like there were no seat belts he's not used there to seat no belts. Seat belts. no there were <laughs> 2001 had seat belts i am pretty sure ma'am that uh that was a thing maybe um, she's talking about how you know how now like if you get in the car a car will oh, not let you drive around right right it won't like fucking hound you until you put mm-hmm. on that fucking seatbelt. So yeah. maybe her, like her mom, I'm assuming it's her mom, and they're saying grandma. Maybe her mom had a car that, like, if you don't put on a seatbelt, so they're like, put on the seatbelt. And he's like, why? It's like, it's gonna ding <laughs> the whole time. You're gonna hear this shit for the whole ride unless you do something about it. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, you know what? What if I was thinking about like how my car, like, is such, you know, so morally superior to me and would just be like put on your seatbelt no seriously Mm -hmm. put on your seatbelt i was like (laughs) how come we don't have that for other things like get your vaccine (laughs) right something's gonna yell at you or vibrate and it's just gonna be annoying as fuck until you get whatever it is to satisfy it yeah exactly for good things in your life yeah like almost like you know how they have those like um missing kid alerts that go on your phone that like yeah the amber the alerts out of you yeah <laughs> and there's always like a, a eclipse there are the kids always missing in a fucking purple oh or that's that's i wish i got those mine are always saying like and they're they're in a 2018 bmw i was like oh, who is committing crimes in a nice car it's a custody arrangement like most 
fucking child abduction here in texas i swear every time i get on the fucking highway there's a silver alert which means a old person is missing uh Uh and i'm like where are all these old people going also (laughs) maybe they don't want to fuck with you no more why yeah let them go let yeah, them go. It says they're in a fucking Buick. They seem like they're gonna be fine. They'll be <laughs> fine. That's pretty solid. They'll yeah. get they'll get where they need to go to, for yeah. their final chapter. Yeah, yeah no, they're good. up on this old guy. He's like, bitch, get out of my face. I'm going to get yogurt. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, yeah. break. We can have those like amber alerts that be like, you still didn't get your vaccine? You still didn't get your vaccine. Right. <laughs> yeah, we can do something like that. I need that. something more annoying to remind me. Yeah. Of shit I need to do. Yeah, did you floss today? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, her dad's not used to that. I mean, he's just he's been gone a long time. But also, he and he and Renee are kind of strange. They're like yeah. not. And she says it's from old decisions she made, people she associated with. You remember in first season one? Yeah, she was like my father would not be okay Wanted- with me hanging with Karen. Oh, okay, okay, because of that. She's yeah, rats, and she comes mm-hmm. from rats because mm-hmm. she told. But also, I think the show is part of it too. My understanding is that he was like, "Do not get on that fucking show, talking about mob life, shit. right? Bitch, I'm in prison. <laughs> Don't be getting up there. Don't be getting there, like fucking." insinuating i'm a part of the mafia right which is not supposed to, we don't talk about it it's not supposed to exist don't have your sister be the executive producer of yeah. this fucking show yeah it's i can i can see that why, where she was like yeah i'm not i'm not going to go down there and then yeah the conversation with him about like oh did you guys talk about me you know and uh and would he so be open happy. if his yeah so i I, I, AJ's like, you should just go because she's not going to put his daughter in his house. I'm like, AJ, you don't know these old school motherfuckers. They mm-hmm. will do, they will embarrass the fuck out of you mm-hmm. and leave you on a front porch and say, mm-hmm. I told you not to come here. Mm-hmm. Old, like, an old man who just got out of prison is not like one to pop up on. Yeah. No, they weren't in, in prison. Like, they, I'm sure that they weren't uh, reading like self help books or anything like that. I'm sure yeah, that yeah. he was doing in what and learning more outside about like what his daughter was up to and being like, oh shit, getting letters. Out. Yeah, about mob wives premieres next week. <laughs> yeah, seeing that on like whatever prison TV that they all share and they're probably all watching together. Uh, they yeah, definitely watch VH1. My my biological father's been in prison for almost forty years, and one of the reasons, that, like right now, I'm catching up on Queen of the South. Okay. Uh, that show is because he watched it and he was like, we need to talk about it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we can't really talk about anything else. Like, like sometimes I try to explain stuff like Facebook to him. He's like, what? But wait, is- you yeah. know everything about their lives, but you never speak to them. Oh, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I know everything. I know what they ate. I know what they're wearing right now. Yeah. I, I know where they are right now. <laughs> right. It's so, the concept is so bizarre. Like, but no, we're not in touch. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't talked to him for 12 years. I don't want to, I still want to, you know, keep tabs, but yeah. uh, I didn't need he, to have a conversation. No shit like that does not. And then one time he was trying to get me to look at something on the internet for him. And he goes, so listen, I wrote down the instructions. You have to open up Internet Explorer. Do you know what that is? And I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to open Internet Explorer, but cool. Keep going. He's like, do you have to write this? H-T-T-P 
two little dots over. I was like, all right. <laughs> two little dots. <laughs> I can't. You're not going to explain the internet to me, sir. Like, yeah. what, what do you want me to look up? But like, yeah, they do watch like TV and they get stuff. They're not supposed to get violent stuff, which is okay. Uh, like, they're not supposed to, but they sometimes do. And they get like USA and VH1 and stuff. And they, and it's quite possible Renee's daddy watched mob wives in prison okay. and was like really upset by it. Yeah, I would. I mean, I, for that life, you know, hearing someone like, so be counter to the whole secrecy and uh, not, not, you know, snitching on people and all that kind of stuff. And then you're like, here's who I am. Yeah. My storyline is my dad is in prison for this and this and this. Yeah. And these guys in this life, like she's she's just talking and talking. And also Renee is one of those people that really like glorifies, you know? Mm-hmm. And I bet that to Renee's father, I bet being like flashy like that is not, not good. You know, like, yeah. Also, apparently, Junior told us in an earlier episode that he went to go talk to her father and said, I want to marry Renee. And her, her father then poured out a bunch of engagement rings and said, pick one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not a cute story. It sounds like he was trying to get you out that day. It sounds yeah. like he was like, <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. Like he's, I, so I don't know that they had like an excellent relationship all their lives. Renee seems like a lot. I'm sure her father seems like a lot too. And I, I bet you they butt heads about things. Oh yeah. I don't think that she's like uh submissive or not submissive, but you know what I mean? I don't think she's like leans into a a daughter father role i think she's like what the fuck did you say you know like i am yeah i'm who i am because you did this to me type of thing so she'll match his energy yeah and she's got two sisters one is the executive producer of this show right the other one because i saw them on family boot camp the other one ended up going getting into some criminal stuff herself and she just kind of looks like rode hard put away wet and stuff and i just bet that renee's not the favorite daughter or either was the favorite daughter when she was really young and then like disappointed her father to the point where she he was just like no more so i love i love that you just said family boot camp because i really miss that show i miss <laughs> what's the doctor who's there's doctor ish uh-huh with the weird who's birthmark the other- right dr v Dr. V was on another reality show on Bravo, I think it was, about therapists. Oh, so that's yeah. my introduction to her. Was So whenever I see her, I'm like, I remember when you were saying how she was like in her bathtub smoking a cigarette, talking about like how she's like so, so, so empathic. Like she was on the stoop of her neighborhood, listening to all the, all the wives complain about their husbands oh and stuff God. like that. So you just brought me, you just brought me there. So I miss that, I... that season with Renee and her family trying to heal I Dr. Remember, B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that show too. Very like I think it only had like one season. It was a pretty mm-hmm. short season. It did. Yeah. And family boot camp, like I feel like Renee and her sister Jen, the and her sister Lana on that show, like I feel like they did say a lot of things about like behind the scenes of mob lives. It's a it, it's also the season with Brandy Glanville and her father who ever like Liz and I are convinced fuck. Like they uh-huh. seem like they had sex all, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Her life oh. in Sacramento was really messed up. I did read her, oh, her, yeah. her book, Drinking and Tweeting. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I remember her talk. I forgot if she, what she said about him, but yeah, there was like some. She some real... said that he used to grow pot, which she was really upset. About. He was really, really upset about. Uh-huh. You know how 
your parents get to a certain age and suddenly they want to be like, they're like, nothing, I never did anything. And I'm like, right. yeah, you, <laughs> you had me when you were 20. So I definitely saw you drinking like all day long. Yeah. And like being a hoe, I saw you. So right. like, I don't know why you're <laughs> when they get to, but um, the reason they were arguing on the show is because he was telling people that she had been a sex worker in New York when she was modeling. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I never said that. He was like, no, you called me and said that. And she's like, I didn't. And he's like, that's what I heard. And like, <laughs> like their whole thing was like, I heard you like, you know, fuck for money, man. That's what I heard about you. Right. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. It was a, it's a good season. If you want to go back and watch like, okay. Um, them, uh, who else is on it? Um, Rick, not Rick Ross, Jim Jones and Chrissy. And oh, Mama. uh-huh. Yeah. yeah okay. okay yeah yeah yeah. i remember that one okay yeah and it's this it's the season where they make them dress up they make them put on those protective suits and then have dogs chase them down (laughs) oh i love it yeah and chrissy and jim were both running and the dogs just like did not even give a fuck about jimmy and (laughs) ran and just like two of them dog piled chrissy and dropped her to the ground oh that is (laughs) I was like, this is traumatic. <laughs> like, that is traumatic. I would not have like a pretty face during any of that stuff. I would be like ugly crying. No, the and whole... the dogs, the dogs are trained to go, baby. And so they're like ready to rip your ass apart. Oh, this is what take, they do. Yeah. Yeah. And wouldn't take long. Yeah. And you can barely run. And they, they're like ripping you to the ground. Like the, the dogs are wrestling you like they're on fucking WWE. They don't give a fuck. And they're growling and shit. And they just were like, no, nah, Jimmy, keep running. We're going to get this young woman here. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, I, I'm off topic, but it was a no, good season. Okay. If you ever right. want to like go back and Dr. V is like, I'll say she always feels out of her element to me. I, mm-hmm. I, I always am like, do you know what you're talking about? I mean, Dr. Ish just talks more like, <sighs> confidently so he seems more like he knows something. but either uh-huh. way they're you know what they're not therapists on the show they're like hosts they're not therapists. yeah no you know they're I mean? in it right yeah all right so the, we see that part um mm-hmm. now the next thing that happens is like that call between karen and carla but which i mean just went the way it was supposed to she mm-hmm. said i'm sorry for getting all wild, rowdy rowdy with you at the fucking that little restaurant that, that we were in yeah. And will you please come? And so now Carla has to tell Drita. And this is what I mean about Carla not seeming like she's Drita's friend as much as Drita is Carla's mm-hmm. friend. Because mm-hmm. she walks in there and she's just like, so um, Karen, your mortal enemy, the one who blacked up your eye. Remember your eye was all swollen up when right. she did that to you? And she jumped to you on a balcony and everything. She invited me to a party, so I'm going to go. <laughs> like- <laughs> That's right. Oh my God. Yeah. If someone, if I got into a fight and my friend had said like, yeah, this girl that kicked your ass and still loves to talk about how she kicked your ass. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to a spa day with her and we're just going to have some treatments. We're just going to do some treatments. <laughs> so not big, no big. Right. You're fine with that. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to get like, you know, I don't know something about goop it's gonna be there it's fine <laughs> and I'll, no you know karen's not a goop karen's like a doTERRA essential oil party this is like uh <laughs> you're right you're right young living oils that she you're is right. doesn't she look doesn't karen look like an mlm 
yeah. like a walking MLM. She yeah. has something that she's going to try to to rope you in and say, hey, girl, uh, it's crazy. We haven't talked. And it's <laughs> I just would like like you to know, um, how are you doing? Like, are you where are you? Like, like she calls you, Drita and does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She wouldn't message her on Facebook saying like, this is crazy. But I was just thinking about you the other day. And like I have I got into like this really cool business that's about women empowerment. Um, do you have time to talk? <laughs> And also, I'm Karen, sorry that, she, that I stole yeah. your eye up. Yeah. <laughs> saw, but there's this, like, new treatment that we have through, like, uh, Arbon or Nerium or whatever that just, like, you know, we, we're really promoting it. It's about this essential oils and about natural health. And I really think that's going to help the black eye that I gave you or that you gave me and all that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. It's essentially what it is. And I'm in, in Drina's defense, I feel like Drina, like, took it very right mm-hmm. she says you're gonna go she says you can have it's fine it's at renee's house so you'll have a fine time with renee and you just stay away from ramona and if you and carl and karen are good then like you know just don't get in any mm-hmm. you know but then she says <laughs> i love drina's talking heads drina is so expressive in her professionals she's yeah. like ramona's like a raccoon the bitch don't stay out of my garbage <laughs> <laughs> who's writing this for them i want to know what pun master <laughs> out of graduate school got a job writing for mob wives and it's just going for like old timey language i guess yeah. but you know what it is i think judas is very good at like expressing herself like last yeah. week when she was saying she can't square with karen because she's got a uh, fucking alligator arms and she was like pretending to be her <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're, very, they're like stars she, in the confessionals. Yeah, no, she was going on. I forgot what part she was saying. She's like, they need to get off my dick because if I had a dick, they would be sucking it. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you're telling me that they are on your dick. Okay. Yeah, Drina's like very good on this. And but she also tells Carla to be careful because she's like, listen, Karen and Ramon like the gangbang. They're not gonna fight you individually. So if some shit goes down, yeah. Just expect <laughs> them to run up on you together because that's what the fuck they do. So yeah. Mona, yeah. I want to ask you. Go ahead. Out of all the girls in here, who do who would you if you had to fight them? Like oh, there's no God. choice. Who, okay. who would you fight? Um, I feel like Ramona I would fight because I'm mm-hmm. also Ramona. So I feel like we would. <laughs> And I, I don't think, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that she's a good fighter. She doesn't come across as someone who does that. Carla, I think would, she would find the scrappiness in her. She wore feather earrings, which means like, I feel like she is like more ready to do that. She accessorizes. So I'm like, okay, you have visually some things. Karen, I think would try, would do like a few good punches. Yeah. Um, and then be like, you good, you good. I think she's a hair puller. I think, she's a hair, I think she pulls hair. I think she scratches. Uh, it would, if I, the people I wouldn't want to fight would be Renee. Cause I think she like goes to where the jugular, I don't, I think she knows well, like she how Ginger to, do, to whoop your ass. That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. She would. Right. And uh, she's got I, that brawler AJ too. He's busting down doors. Right. She would to- have a, a gang to help her. So she would get a few things and her other people would come in. Drita, man, she would do like the, the, um, kill bill five finger punch thing <laughs> to explode my heart she would want to explode my heart like she would she would she would like do the pow 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 um 
and like a and find a shovel or something. she would yeah it would be the equivalent of like a shovel hitting me yeah. um so Drina would not be but yeah Ramona I think would be of the energy that I I'm like okay let's do this and then we'll cry I'm like stop it <laughs> I yeah. feel like I also act like I'm a fighter too or at least I, I say this stuff to my husband who are like I'm gonna you know who the fuck do you think you're like whatever but uh I definitely you think would you're cry. a tough talker I'm a tough talker um and then when it comes down to it if that if I were in a fighting situation I, I would cry and be like stop it stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tough talker but I actually own things now so I'm really afraid of being sued and if you yeah. want to fight with me the best way to fight with me is put your hands on my children and then it just oh, everything absolutely. goes out the fucking window oh yeah my uh, my brain like short circuits if I think you're being mean to like my child like yeah. are you like I lose all co- like I don't even have the words so I remember one time like I used to put my kids in Salvation Army because it was free um and they salvation aren't you talking about ymca wait no i'm talking about oh ymca had a fee this one was free so (laughs) salvation army what had like some uh after school program and also like a sunday school program and so i thought i was trying to get a break for like sundays (laughs) and they're like oh yeah just drop your kids off we'll like have it and you know whatever they would come home singing like i love jesus (laughs) it was fine for for a quiet Sunday morning, I was like, that's worth it. But I remember picking up one of my kids and like the woman who was in charge of the kids was like so mean to to my older one. And I saw her like just saying, like yelling at him. And I forgot the words for church. So I was like, I was like, I cannot believe that you are talking like this to him in the house of the Lord. <laughs> like I couldn't remember church. That's how I am if someone's messing with my kids. Like I my brain's not working my fight part my fight part is coming in and um but yeah I couldn't say like like fuck you for doing that to my kid in the house of the lord (laughs) Jesus's house (laughs) Jesus's house how dare you You do what you want to at your house but at Jesus's house (laughs) Jesus lives here you're gonna do that Jesus is here if I had to fight with these girls, it'd probably be Carla. And the reason is, even though I think mm. Carla is a scrapper, I think, but Carla does not want to fight. So oh, okay. I feel like once we squared up, she'd be like, okay, okay, okay. Can we just <laughs> sit down? Like, you, you really want to fight me? Like, why? I'm too cute. And I'm like, yeah, you are very beautiful. Yeah. So, and then we'd like yeah. sit down and it'd be yeah. fine. And, but I, that's what I think like, okay. Karen wants to fight too much. Drita wants to fight too much. I feel like Renee would definitely get her son to beat me up and like mm-hmm. not even feel bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> but like if I had to, it'd be Carla because she'd just be like, I don't know. I don't feel like fighting. Let's get a drink or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, I... so, all right. So then we get one more dinner and it's Ramona right. uh-huh. and Drita right. and Carla. Not Ramona, Renee. And so Renee, Renee tells them about her dinner with Ramona and Karen, how she didn't like the, what they were saying about Carla. And she made sure to tell them that Ramona and Karen don't have anything nice to say about Drita. And she mentions that Ramona says that Drita married into this lifestyle and she's okay with that because she doesn't want to be like Ramona. That's what Drita says. She's like, I don't want to be like Ramona. She's, no one does. You go down mm-hmm. to the Bronx Zoo, the monkeys are like, nah, I don't want none of that. Like, <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> Yeah, so Renee says she hates being in the middle. And I'm like, do you? Because you put yourself in the middle. 
no one you're very excited you. to be in the middle <laughs> right you're you love this um to be able to like be in the fight but not be a part of the fight you know what i mean yeah that's my favorite part to be i love other people's drama um yeah even if i don't even know the people how many times have i looked at like a, a seat this is what why it separates me from like uh better people is that like if there's like a common thread um that's going pretty long on stuff i'll read it yeah i'll read it i'll find a side that i want to be on yeah. um and it's enjoyable it just has nothing to do with me and we're like especially renee this has nothing to do with you yeah i'm always like why doesn't your cousin have custody for kids I don't know your kids. I don't know her kids. I, still want to know. <laughs> I saw a tweet once that was like, I don't really care about celebrity gossip. I want to know why the overnight employees at Bed Bath Beyond don't get along. I'm like, yeah, me too. yes. <laughs> What's the drama there? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I am very like concerned with like just common nosy type shit. Nosy so, type shit. I'm nosy ass. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I feel like also we're not thinking about the fact that this is a show. So Renee is getting screen time. She's getting talk time. And she mm-hmm. literally doesn't have to be in a fight. I mean, later we talk about, but she, right this moment, it's a fight right. between some other people. Right. So yeah. she does. So she, all she gets to do is get on the screen, talk tough, and then say things like, this is petty. They need to get over it. These girls, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. These girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all right. So Drita says the same thing Karen says that she actually doesn't want to make up with Karen. She has no, she doesn't want to. And I thought that was so funny because Karen said the exact same thing. Like they're yeah. uninterested in being friends. Right. Yeah. They're, and that's okay. And that's the thing. Yeah. It's just like, that's okay. You don't have to be friends with these people. Like you don't like, it's okay to say no. It's okay to be like, I don't have anything. You don't offer me anything. I don't have anything to offer you. Right. But they keep pu- forcing them into these kind of things because that, you know, when they're together or whatever in the same room, like they light each other up. Well, we are also on a reality TV show where we force people right. to be friends. Right. Because it's important for mm-hmm. the storyline. So- right. <laughs> if did nothing happened there, then there would be no storyline. So you're exactly. right. Like, it, you know, you need to have some three episode arc of someone said that. And they all go back to Drita. So mm-hmm. Drita's the problem. You know, that's all that yep. stuff. And so Renee tells them, Carl, Karen's having a party at my house. Carla already knows about that. She's invited. And then she says, Drita, you're invited too. And I'm like, uh, no, she isn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> what are you talking uh-huh. about? No, yeah, you isn't. are. <laughs> <laughs> I would go in there and be like, yeah, <laughs> come on over. <laughs> And Drita's kind of looking at her like, all right, you guys already got me one time. And now you're going to invite me to this party that you know I'm not fucking invited to. And and then, but Renee's like, I just want to let you know that it's at my home and you're always welcome at my home. And (laughs) okay, okay, Renee. Sure, 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 sure. So, and this is when Renee brings up the bombshell. She heard that Drita told her mm-hmm. sister-in-law that Junior, that Ramona told Drita that Junior only married her for because of her father mm-hmm. and that without that marriage, Junior would have been a loser and he's nothing without Renee. Yeah. One, yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's probably true. That's probably true. Mm-hmm. Two, this sister-in-law, is it Junior's sister? Junior's sister, is that who it is? Yeah, that's why I understood like Okay. I think she has brothers. 
Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Okay. okay. A sister-in-law. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then I want to know when Drita heard this from Ramona, because when, when were you hanging out with Ramona, who's play cousins with your worst enemy, who you fought on a rooftop and on a balcony already? Yeah, your arch enemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, these are arch enemies. These are this arch enemies. Very- I, these are the, the side enemies of your arch enemy. Yeah. So then when did you guys like have this conversation? exactly so, Ramona, like, so Renee's asking the wrong questions it, that's the thing absolutely it's like the Joker being like well I was just hanging out with Robin yeah and we were just like at a barbecue and like, out. what the fuck were you guys and Batman would definitely go wait a second when did y'all go to a barbecue yeah when was this where was this where was I Alfred did you know about this did you know they were doing this <laughs> so so the it's very confusing to me yeah and also like i wonder why ramona would feel comfortable to say that to drita right and then also yeah knowing how drita is and also you don't like drita you know nobody you karen and drita karen drita have hit each other since last season and then drita tells the Mm sister-in-law who's obviously going to tell renee and junior yeah yeah it's like it's so calculated you know none of these like conversations happen in like a a catholic confessional booth like this is (laughs) this stuff is like you might as well put it in the water system and everyone drinks it up like that's how this all is everyone's infected by whatever rumor is started and so i just really love like how renee brings this up and trita's like yeah yeah she's like is this true and renee's and trita's like yeah it is yeah it is yeah it is and she's like would you say that in the room with Ramona and she's just like yeah I mean it's gonna be a problem but absolutely I would say it in the room with her um (laughs) and then that's when fucking Renee goes I'm not scared of taking a beating (laughs) yeah (laughs) and you're just like you're not gonna take a beating not in front of me not in front of me and what I love about this whole scene is that Carla is conspicuously quiet like Oh, yeah, gross. Carla. Uh-huh. What's going on? Uh-huh. She's like, oh, you're going to take a beat? Oh, you're going to fight somebody? Oh, okay. Can I get another drink? Because I'm not <laughs> going to be Let's meet at an 18th restaurant to talk about <laughs> what that's going to look like. Like, let's just see, like, Applebee's two for 20. Do they, they do the Applebee's? App- they never go to Applebee's. And okay. Applebee's definitely has two for 20. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That my aesthetic is a two for twenty. Yeah, so me they, too. That's where I would go. Like, do you want to talk about this this fight that we're gonna have? <laughs> yeah, let's go during happy hour. The apps let's are half happy off. hour. Absolutely, <laughs> let's do it. But I will say this for Carla. Carla, you know, I understand where you come from, Carla. I can be activated if you like try to hurt my family, but uh, the two of y'all arguing over some gossip. Oh no, I'll just wait over here. <laughs> good i was like i will definitely drive you to the hospital but i'm not gonna like try Mm -hmm. to stop a fight or hop in a fight over the two of you arguing over somebody else's man no thank you Mm -mm. right Uh, yeah a man that you have divorced uh and would be a loser without you he had to pick from a bag of engagement rings you know like he you know all this stuff oh and also mona like as we all know he's about to rat on her father yeah and he's really just getting close to her so he can do this thing to her, this terrible thing to her entire family. I mean, not that I, you know, listen, Renee's dad is no, not innocent. If there's anything to rat on him about, it means he did some shit. But, right. 
But uh, so here she is defending Junior, being like, he's not a loser. He would be fine without me. Don't talk mm-hmm. about my ex-husband, now boyfriend. <laughs> and, and we all know what's about to fucking happen. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, we all know that was going to happen. So it's it's just kind of sad yeah. to watch. Renee it is that. sad to watch. Like, you know, like someone's going to betray you. Like, I like are you on tiktok a lot because i do a lot of like tiktok quotes because that's really where i am i need to be on tiktok because i know that's where all the bad bitch babies are oh (laughs) oh yeah yeah i I just like babies in wigs babies like having a bad bitch summer that's what i want oh my god it's so whenever i see like a picture of like a fat baby or like there was this oh there was a it's so wholesome it's so cleansing you know, and if you click enough of those, I feel like that's what I want to see. I don't want to see like people having arguments. I want to see a fat baby dancing in front of his family and everyone like cheering him on. Yes. But my when I, I say that because a lot of my quotes and it's honestly just to like to keep up with my my kids are older. So like to keep up with them, I have to be on <laughs> TikTok and quote TikTok things back to them. And sometimes these uh, sound clips come from like Real Housewives or they come from uh, Love and Hip Hop New York like my kid was saying <laughs> he was quoting Mariah uh, who was like because he's like Mariah once upon Lynn. a time not long yeah once upon a, a time not long ago and yeah and he stopped it. yeah no he's he stopped and he's he said like once upon a time not long ago and I was like I was a hoe I know that song okay I don't quote the book to me you witch I was there when it was written okay don't do that I was there <laughs> I know all these things. Oh my god! Yeah. So, but with the the betrayal part, so one of the TikTok quotes is like, "This girl, um, and people use this trend where it's like, uh, you're going out or something like that, and and it's Jesus saying like, one tonight, one of you will betray me.' I'm like, is it me, Jesus? No, it was not you. Is it me, Jesus? No, not you. Is it me, Jesus? And it's like, is it me, Jesus? And like for every Jesus part, it's like, whatever you know, like you go out and you drink and then it's like was this the part that got me drunk was this the part like no it was like the tequilas or something so it's those trends are hard to explain but they're very funny and it is so wild that my kids are quoting these things out of context because they didn't watch love and hip-hop new york in 2010 yeah well you know i watched a lot of that stuff when they were in the womb or when they were babies too so they they would recognize my voice their dad's voice and probably like dr phil so mm. those are the peter gunn's that... voice <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just love the and also the clips of cardi b like calling him out just saying like you're not paying the rent yeah <laughs> you pay yeah. the rent you're not paying the rent yeah. so yeah. yes so next week it's the spa party and it looks loud and it looks like it's gonna be a fight I just I love it. I love these women who are in their 30s at this time. I think Renee's a little older at this time. I was trying to, to match like, like 43 in the right at this time. Yeah, which is closer to my age now. So I feel like oh. Karen is like 33 yeah. at this time running her spa doing all that kind of stuff. And I was like, was I like this with I no, I was not as I was not as put together. Like all these women. <laughs> they oh, are yeah. so I am aspirational for the mom wires. I'm like, they have their hair done. I mean, look at Drita. She's so fit. She said she was 205 pounds when she was when she was pregnant. Oh, I was yeah. like, I would not have recovered. I don't know. I, I don't. I can't imagine Drita being too. 
Trina is is like nothing. She doesn't She's weigh nothing. Anything. Yeah. When I when yeah. they're talking about her being seventeen, fighting people in bars, I just thinking about Trina being seventeen. Like oh, stick like a like, like a little stick. She didn't get those big boobs yet. You know, no. she's just mm-hmm. like just in there in a halter top held up by like two bee stings, just right. like probably All had bones. braces fighting people. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Right. Uh, yeah. And then big Ange, oh bless her. <laughs> just give sheltering her. Yeah. You know. All right, close the doors. <laughs> close the doors. Oh, these girls are fighting again. Oh, just another day <laughs> at the noc- what was it? The nocturnal? The noc- nocturnals. The, at the nocturnals. <laughs> All these wise guys like to come in, and I just say, "Cops, yeah, you're, you're not invited. This is a close." She's sitting body. at the end of the bar, smoking a cigarette. Like, remember yeah. you could smoke inside a fucking bar? And so <laughs> she's probably smoking inside the fucking bar, selling a little coke, watching Drita fight. Yeah, exactly. She's like, <laughs> "These girls keep me young. <laughs> they keep it interesting." I'm not doing her justice, but I feel like that is my contribution to you're, the Big Ange impression universe. You're a hell of a lot closer than I am. So listen, I'm happy to have you here. Oh, thank you. Do you want to tell the people where they can find you and where they can listen to your voice? I think your your podcast comes out on Fridays, but I always listen to it on Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I have a podcast I, uh, with uh, Rachel Gabrielle. We are longtime friends. Uh, yep. It's called How About No. You can find us on Instagram at How About No Pod. And that's a good place to start to find us. And uh, but Rachel is a licensed mental health counselor. Um, she is educated and she is a much better person than I am. <laughs> and I am a certified grade a clown and so she keeps me in check but she's always right about people and so we talk about like pop culture and mm-hmm. um and getting her uh takes on things and it just it we've we've been friends since 2001 so we've been in each other's oh. life for a long time since uh renee's daddy went to jail since okay. Renee, well, before there were seatbelts <laughs> so when we were friends we did not have seatbelts and our pages we had we met each other through page we had some pages that were eight zero zero eight five five eight zero zero eight, which she turned over and said boobs. So that <laughs> that is what uh, we connected. But if you like uh, all that stuff, you know, a little psychology, a little uh, you know, humor, a little clownery, um, we get it up in the dancery. So, <laughs> oh, I, you know, I the the you guys um, suggested uh, Kevin can fuck himself. All right. And yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I yeah. like it a lot. Yes. Uh-huh. I, I'm like, I think I'm like two episodes behind. Okay. But um, I like it a lot. And you suggested something else. I don't remember, but physical is the other one too. Yes. That yeah, the one on it's on Apple TV and has Rose Byrne as like an 80s aerobic, like very uh and, and she has like a, a shit husband. So it's like all the shows that are coming out have like shit husbands, you know. Yeah. And so some of them are a little bit more dark and physical i think is really it's 80 centric so you get a real feel for the decade and just like how crazy it was to like all the stuff that she's doing in there so yeah yeah, i'm gonna check it out because Mm -hmm. i got like apple gives away apple tv anytime you walk into an apple store yeah so like Mm -hmm. i think i have a year free and i'll just i'm definitely gonna check it out um and i just like thank you for coming on the show i really appreciate you made me laugh a lot and so <laughs> I, I'm always happy to have you. And I just want to thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. I just uh, love uh, 
Love just talking to you, Princess Jones Curtis, as a <laughs> Mona Jones, and we're not related. Remember um, when your name changed to Mona Jones? I was like, excuse me? Mona, have you <laughs> Mona did, Jones? <laughs> when did that happen? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I just love like having a very ethnic name like Jones. Like, yeah, Jones really is pretty good. So, goes with everything. Yeah. Easy to spell. Easy to spell. I don't have to like. My yeah. my maiden name is so long and people never got it right. So this this eases things up and also uh people can't find me. You know, I'm can be uh, absolutely yeah. badass. Jones yeah. it is. There we go. All right, later Mona. All right, bye.